0: forever dog hi farmer and hello everybody Uh else hello everybody else i'm anna (laughs)
1: <laughs> um what's crazy about go. Okay, oh so this is scary stories to tell in the pod
0: yes you have to say who you are i did
1: oh i didn't say who i am okay no. let's start over let's
0: do- okay <laughs> no i think oh we nailed God.
1: it i think that's it okay
0: <laughs> i think we should keep this actually i do think it's important oh
1: we'll just dive in yeah it's important for people to see the process
0: The process is that I am in Scotland right now, and Farmer is in LA, and he is um, sort of the uh, the the Saint Christopher walking over the river, and I'm like the baby Jesus on his shoulder. Um, (laughs) He's sort of carrying me. Oh, um, Saint Christopher, planning and stuff. Oh yeah yeah yeah. Well, did he carry baby Jesus across the river? Well. You know what?
1: I would buy it. I feel like I have, I feel like I have like an image of a painting in my head of that.
0: Um, St. Christopher always holding baby Jesus up on his shoulder.
1: Do you want to know something super embarrassing? I, all this time I was like, St. Christopher is Santa Claus. And then I was like, no, that's Kris Kringle (gasps) and St. Nicholas is (laughs) Santa Claus. Um, So the reason why- The numbers
0: don't lie. He is-
1: (laughs) The reason why Anna is in Edinburgh, Scotland is that she's doing an amazing show at the Edinburgh Fringe. Um,
0: I'm doing one show of the 3,800 shows at the Fringe this year. And
1: it's called Okay, Um, Please Get Home Safe? Or is it Okay, Get Home Safe?
0: Okay, Get Home Safe.
1: Yeah, and it's really good. Um,
0: Thank you. It's stand up, but you know, it's, it's, it's the fringe. So you're supposed to like have a through line. So it's about true crime, but man, I've seen so many comedians here, like British and Scottish and Australian and Irish comedians. And like the style here is that you do an hour and you don't really say the word, um, or like ever. It's like you're giving a speech and it's shocking. Um, And so I get some audiences who are like, what the fuck is happening? That's
1: um, wild. And also, I, I it's funny you brought that up because this is a major source of self-consciousness I have in listening back to um, our, our episodes that we've recorded so far. Is Oh, that, really? Well, it, I just have noticed that so many other podcast hosts who are so good, like, managed to eliminate, um, like, stopped sentences <laughs> You are mis- saying
0: um and like so much right now. <laughs> I, know, feel- I know,
1: I know. I really, I'm very sorry uh, that none of this is scripted, but you you get what you paid no, for.
0: don't apologize. I think it's good. I think like the way of the future is um, failure and mess. <laughs> I think that'll be where we raise our children. Yeah. And I think that that will be the culture from now on. But I think it's actually good.
1: (laughs) All that is to say, if you're in Edinburgh or if you're a rich heir or heiress who is down to travel at a moment's notice, go see Anna's show. It's really – I saw a preview of it in LA and it was like so funny and so earnest and also like – I don't know. I, I'm I'm very impressed with your ability to very seamlessly make it about something without suddenly having a moment at the end that's like, now is time to take your medicine. You know what I mean?
0: Oh, thank you. Thank mm-hmm. you very much. Very yeah. Welcome. I very much am trying not to um, have the quiet bit, as they call it, or the sad bit. Um, <laughs> yeah. The thing. They use the word bit more over here, which I think is actually brave. Mm-hmm. Is it scarier um,
1: over there? Everything's older, so I imagine. It's- oh, it's so
0: spooky here. It, you know what? It has a lot of our um, walls and buildings where it's just every different shape of stone in it. Oh, where you know it was from a time that was so fucked up that they like couldn't get on the same page about like what size a brick should be. <laughs> That's like every wall here. Yeah, every um, every, and it's spooky.
1: Every mason was like, "I'm too busy thinking about how many children have." children of mine have been eaten by an animal to like be focused oh. on the lamination of these brick sizes.
0: Endless endless.
1: Yeah.
0: yeah um, there's a, a famous haunted uh, graveyard here called Greyfriars Kirkyard, which is my favorite graveyard. Ooh. Um, which more on that later.
1: Okay. Yeah. I, I won't cause I know we'll probably talk about it in our urban legisode on Wednesday. Um, We
0: just might.
1: We just might. Um, So in case you don't know, how did you get here? But this is a podcast about scary stories and folklore. Um, And on every Monday, we talk about a story from Scary Stories to Tell in the Dark, the the anthology series by Alvin Schwartz with illustrations by Stephen Gamble. Um, And today, my friends, is Monday. So what you're going to get is a scary story.
0: It's what you're going to get.
1: Yeah. You you know what? You you didn't speak fast enough and so this is what's happening now.
0: Yeah. You know what? Monday is pizza boats. Oh. So you're getting a pizza boat.
1: This is also the first podcast we we're recording uh uh after our launch. Like all the rest of our episodes were recorded like several months ago. And Correct. um and I ran into some friends who have been listening and they pointed out that uh a a a bit or a reference that I am going back to continuously is uh first the fact that I always recommend we cast Ansel Elgort in um in oh, parts.
0: I think that's me too. I, wa- I also
1: I don't he's know he's castable. Right. We just kept doing it. Um and then you also You want to see
0: him next to a ghost. <laughs>
1: And then, very weirdly, because I don't think of this as a reference that I utilize often, but two separate times, I say they look like a background actor in an Evanescence music video, which is just crazy oh, that I did not realize that I had already said that thing. So apologies for the overlap, everybody, but we recorded all those episodes like two months apart. <laughs> give Here's me a break. Thing.
0: We got We got the mushy brains. Mm-hmm. Our brains are going mushy because biologically we were supposed to be dead by now. <laughs> um, so like... We're just sort of getting worse. Yeah. um, We are potential
1: ghosts. You know,
0: we're potential ghosts. We're, we're GITs. (laughs) We're all just learning Um, to be scary.
1: Scary. Uh, Anna, I have picked a story today. Um, (gasps) I, I, so I went through, I went through several different options for stories. Um, the two that I've landed on that I'm, I'm going to let you choose because you know what? You deserve to have it your way. Um, I
0: love picking.
1: We're either going to read alligators or the white wolf.
0: Oh my God. They're both animal stories. I love this. I
1: figured this was in, this was in homage to you.
0: I think it's got to be the white wolf because yes. fun fact, someone near me owns a wolf dog hybrid and they <gasps> walk that dog when they take trash to the trash thing on the corner, they take that dog out as much as possible.
1: Oh my God. Does it look like a wolf?
0: It looks exactly like a wolf, my friend. Wow. It's going to be that dire wolf. It absolutely going to be ghost from jonsnow.com. <laughs>
1: I mean, here's the thing. I'm very happy you chose this story because, as you know, um, I had – let's let's call it an unhealthy uh, uh, affinity for wolves since I was a little kid that I think began um, because I was obsessed with werewolves as a child. I was a, a wolfman or yes. werewolf uh, uh, every Halloween from the age of three to like 16, um, which – I think might be a record. If if not, somebody let... You love to see it. Yeah, somebody let me know if you've been a werewolf more often than I have because I have a feeling we'll be great friends. Um, and then I think like maybe my parents were kind of trying to transition me into like, well, maybe you're interested in nature, so let's be interested in wolves. Um, and my... <laughs> yeah, I, I, I've already told you my, yeah, my second grade teacher adopted a wolf for me when I had surgery on my feet. Um, and so, yeah, I've always had, she got you a wolf. Yeah. You know, big deal. No big deal. Um, the wolf's probably long dead now and you know, uh, that's not something that I am happy to think about, but it's, uh, it's sort of exposure therapy that I'm trying to, uh, it's
0: certainly true. <laughs>
1: um, so the white wolf, this is from the inaugural scary stories to tell in the dark book. Uh, the illustration, which I will describe because it is at the top of the page. Um, is I can
0: see it perfectly in my mind's eye.
1: Yeah, it is. It is a, Oh, uh, I would say, I would say you would never look at this and be like, that's a wolf. You know what I mean? It is helpful. It that, looks like a triangle. Yeah. It's very angular. It's very kind of chic. I think it's kind of a chic eighties image. Um, it is. It is. Yeah. I would say a human face with wolf eyes, and then one like inky, spiddly ear erupting from the right side of its head.
0: I'm looking it up now. Oh, yeah, it's very scary. It looks sort of like a landscape almost.
1: Mm-hmm. The lots eye, of roots. The pupils are in are faced in different directions, which I also think is worth noting.
0: The the pupils are Miley Cyrus and Liam Hemsworth. They are lovingly going in different directions. <laughs>
1: I don't know why, but the, it's mouth, which is like dripping and skeletal is in such a shape that makes me think that it's, that the wolf is saying, Oh, like it's just, it's just oh. like, Oh, it's just sort of in that shape, which I'm kind of charmed.
0: That's by. where you meet two people at a party separately. And then someone says, Oh yeah, they're married. And you go, Oh, <laughs>
1: um, all right. I'm just going to kick it off. How do you feel about that? I love that. Great. Do it the white wolf the timber wolves around french creek had gotten out of hand there were so many wolves the farmers could not stop them from killing their cattle and sheep
0: wait i have one question yeah go ahead what is the difference between a timber wolf and a wolf i don't know
1: i think in my in my child brain i was like timber wolves are bigger and stronger and more powerful um, but I think it's just okay. I, I think it's more of just like vague catch-all North American wolf. That would be my guess. Okay. You know what I mean? They go in the woods. Yeah, any zoologist yeah. out there, let me know I'm okay. wrong. Uh so let us know. the state put a bounty on them. It would pay a hunter $10 for every wolf pelt he turned in. A butcher in town named Bill Williams. It's interesting, this is something we haven't talked too much about oh. in this series when there are characters with first and last names. As if, like, oh, Bill Williams? Like, I know him.
0: Yeah, you know, William Williams. (laughs) Oh, the guy who lived to shoot dogs.
1: God, I didn't even realize that.
0: Williams.
1: It's well, it's good to know immediately his parents were sociopaths. Naming your child that is a social experiment.
0: (laughs) He's good at killing beautiful animals, he doesn't have a problem with it because he's been taunted his whole life. Also, a lot he of needs to feel big,
1: a lot of butcher focused protagonists and antagonists in this series. I'll say it. Um, yeah, okay,
0: okay. it's about this book. This book series is about, if nothing else, commerce.
1: Yeah, <laughs> there are four jobs in the scary stories to tell in the dark universe, and one is farmhand, the other is butcher, the other is witch, and then business person. Yep, that's it.
0: <laughs> yes, yeah, you own a shop. Of horse bandanas.
1: <laughs> a butcher in town named Bill Williams thought that was pretty good money. So he stopped working as a butcher and started killing wolves. Fair.
0: <laughs> I mean, $10 a head. I assume this is in 1926. <laughs> you know, those girls really
1: good. from your high school that now um, sell lotions on Facebook? Yes. What if instead they're like, I'm killing wolves now, so please do. Like, I know it's been a while since we talked. (laughs) Remember we sat together in biology. Um, If you have any wolves that need killed, please do let me know.
0: Yeah, it's really great. I'm my own boss. I get to set my own hours. Um, When she goes down for a nap, I go out um, in my bloody pelt.
1: (laughs) It's nice to be part of a faith-based company um, with a focus on killing wolves.
0: Yeah, it's called Faith-Based Laying Waste. (laughs) Um. And it actually really works for me. I never thought of myself as like a take charge kind of gal, but I don't know.
1: (laughs) And then it's just, I guess that's
0: what my thirties are about.
1: It's just like a huge album on Facebook of 30 pictures of your like old friend, Alyssa shooting wolves from a helicopter. (laughs) Just smiling. Just, she's so thrilled.
0: (laughs) She's proud. She's having a Saturn return.
1: (laughs) So Bill Williams uh, stopped butchering and started killing wolves. He was good at it. Every year he killed over 500 of them. That's outrageous. That's 500. That's 1.5 wolves a day.
0: More than I killed.
1: (laughs) I mean, you know, I haven't killed 500 wolves since 2007.
0: Oh my God. I was so hungry. I could have killed 500 wolves.
1: (laughs) Uh, So that came to more than $5,000. That does not sound like a lot of money.
0: Do the math at me. I'm, I'm, I've showered before. <laughs>
1: yeah. For you such a
0: 500 times 10 is
1: for such a sparsely um, for such like sparse words in a, in a story. Like it's funny to be like, and just so we're clear on that math, that is $5,000. Oh, and this, yeah. it's followed up with, I Oh no, good.
0: Oh, I was just going to say, he's not paying taxes on that either. Like he's <laughs> taking home all of it.
1: Yeah. Oh man. What a time. That man doesn't
0: trust a bank.
1: Yeah. This is all going straight in his meat house. Uh,
0: (laughs) his house is made of meat.
1: (laughs) If you're a butcher, you know, if you're a carpenter, everything looks like a nail. If you're a butcher, everything looks like meat. It's
0: (laughs) also hard when you stop being a butcher and then your house is still made of meat and you have to explain to people like, no, no, no. I have a different job now. I kill wolves. (laughs) I got
1: very so made fun of recently. I was eating beef jerky with a friend. And <laughs> <laughs> you deserved it. I know. I know. As soon as I said that sentence. Um, I was eating beef jerky, <laughs> jerky with a friend, friend. And I was like, isn't it crazy to think that like this is just a steak with and all the water sucked out? And, <laughs> and my friend was like, no, it's more like laughed at me first and was like, no, it's more complicated than that. But now I'm sitting here and I'm thinking, I don't know that it is. I think I think it's cured. And is isn't that just it's salted up and it's like cooked in an oven for a long time at a very low temperature?
0: I don't know. I don't know.
1: I thought that's what curing was. It,
0: I think you're right. Because now every time I, I eat a every right. time
1: I eat a piece of beef jerky, I'm like, I'm eating a steak. You know what I mean?
0: <laughs> <laughs> I I just picture you licking it like a an ice cream cone. I don't know why. <laughs> I do feel like I'm eating a steak.
1: <laughs> I do feel like everything I've said in this entire episode, uh, could be performed by like a sun bleached hobo from the 1920s and you'd think nothing of it. I'd be like, yeah, that <laughs> sounds right. Um,
0: yeah, back to his meat house. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Uh, okay, oh, so after four okay. or five years, Bill had killed so many. He's got many- five
0: thousand dollars.
1: Yeah, so Sorry. five thousand. 000- yeah, so he's made now up to twenty five thousand uh, dollars. Bill had killed-, killed so many wolves; there were hardly any left in that area. So awful. He retired, and he vowed never to harm another wolf because wolves had made him rich. <laughs> that logic is very confusing <laughs> to me. That lo- oh boy, yeah. It's funny, I, like I'm imagining being friends with this with this guy's daughter, and like going over to their place for dinner. And at some point, like he'll be like, "Guess you know, guess what paid for this uh, cherry wood uh, dining room table?" And it's like, "I don't know, sir, what?" And he's like, "Wolves paid for it," and then it begs the question, like, <laughs> "How did wolves pay for it?" And then he how, explains how good he is. How opinions.
0: many? <laughs> how much per head? <laughs> yeah, it's a lot. I feel like this guy is sort of like. The like CEO of a large evil corporation who then is vegan for environmental reasons, but like creates a lot of um, commercial waste.
1: Did you hear that? um, I think it was a Malcolm Gladwell uh, podcast episode about the change in recipe of French fries at McDonald's and how it happened because some head at McDonald's had a heart attack and they were like, (gasps) the problem is you're eating too much animal fat. And the fries used to be fried oh. in pork fat or beef fat—I don't know, some sort of animal fat—and then he was like, "No more!" And he changed it to vegetable fat because, or vegetable oil, because he had a heart attack. And that feels like awful. Yeah. Well, it just—it just—it like I guess you you could argue that it's like um, a beneficent or oh, what's that word, magnanimous thing to do, uh, but at the same time, it's kind of like. I don't know. It's kind of like when someone's driving in a, in like a carpool and they stop at the place that they like all the time and they never ask what anyone else would like, you know?
0: Oh, definitely, definitely, definitely. Yeah. This is a classic, uh, having your daughter get an abortion while you're like helping to outlaw it. <laughs> um, oh, yeah. that's who I think we can all agree that when we read the story of Bill Williams killing wolves, that's what we're all thinking about. <laughs>
1: Bill Williams is a senator from Tennessee, I feel like.
0: He really is. He's Mark Sanford. Oh, The math clears. You don't know, a thing. that's a
1: bummer. There is a state senator in, I think, Tennessee named Andrew Farmer. And he kind of looks like me. And it's a really <gasps> rough situation. Oh, no. And his billboards are everywhere. And every time someone drives through Tennessee, they always send me a picture of the billboard being like, it's you, kind of. And then it's like, no, his voting record is terrible.
0: Yeah, I was going to ask what his... How his politics are, but yeah, I mean, it's bad. Probably bad. If
1: you look like he, if you have a round face and a beard and you're a, and you're a politician, your politics are bad. I'm going to call it.
0: I think that's fair. I think also like if you can afford a billboard in Tennessee multiple years in a row, you, you, you know, you're not out here being like gender is a lie and bathrooms altogether. (laughs)
1: I'm dying to have enough money so that I can put a billboard of myself next to him and just be like,
0: "Yeah, I run a podcast
1: and I've written for things that haven't been produced, but they do pay my rent. Keep in touch. <laughs> Theoretical star. You know what else I've noticed? Um, I So every time we record, I have a head cold and I have head cold today. So you know what?
0: Oh, no. Figure it out. You got a pod cold.
1: <laughs> okay. Okay. I should keep going. Um, Okay, okay. So Bill Williams has made so much money. he's, He's promised to never kill another wolf because wolves made him rich. But then one day, a farmer reported that a white wolf had killed two of his sheep. He had shot at it and hit it, but the bullets didn't have any effect. Soon, that wolf was seen running all over the countryside, killing and running. But nobody could stop it.
0: That okay. I don't relate to this wolf. No,
1: well, and and also it feels it feels like it could be scarier. You know, like it's bad. It is bad. It is bad to kill livestock, and that makes me sad. But um, at the same time, it's not hitting home for me in in such a direct way yet. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah this this won't go bad for you yet. It's hard. I know it's hard. It's like a a wolf kills. You know,
1: right? What, also,
0: he has no friends. Yeah,
1: a lone this wolf. wolf.
0: Are there killed a bunch? Has it is anyone talked
1: about are are wolves psychopaths or like are there animals who are psychopaths?
0: <laughs> are you did I see you pause the FaceTime? Are you looking this up right I now? I am, I'm sorry. Um That's really good. Can
1: animals
0: That's such a good question.
1: Be psychopaths? Let's see. Wow. I'm getting a lot of there are a lot of hits. Okay. Oh, my God. Psychology Today. Is your pet a psychopath? <laughs> oh, my God. The subtitle is Learn These Four Signs of Deception.
0: <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God.
1: Okay, okay. Wait, okay. Um.
0: Okay. Number okay, one, okay.
1: the availability heuristic. If something comes to mind effortlessly, you are not thinking hard enough, and you are probably committing an intuitive error. What? Oh, 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 I see, I see. This is saying that, no, your pet is not a psychopath. You are putting something on your pet. You are deceiving yourself if you think your pet's a psychopath. Okay. But I don't know.
0: Honestly. Because I feel like there must be
1: psychopathic chimpanzees.
0: I don't know, man. (laughs) I just don't know. Anna, can you believe it?
1: It's like 12:30 like in the morning where you are and I'm and I'm declaring to you that there have to be psychopathic chimpanzees. Uh
0: yeah, well they can be mentally ill for sure.
1: Mm. I know that. Well, the so Quora says that there are examples of animals behaving very irrationally and outside of typical instinct, like the Tsavo lions. Do you know about these lions?
0: No, tell me about them. Um,
1: these are lions that like they've been taxidermally preserved. They're in like a oh. they're in like a museum in Chicago, I think the Museum of Natural History. And um, they were man-eaters who ate between 35 and 135 human beings. Like they were not hunting normal, they were not hunting, you know, normal game. They were hunting human beings and eating them. And that is incredibly bizarre. Wait,
0: how many humans?
1: Between Okay, between 35 and 135, which that's a big – that's a big
0: – Oh, boy. But if we're saying – there a group of exactly 100 people? But
1: 35 humans, that's a lot of humans for two lions to eat.
0: Just two? Yeah. What year was this?
1: They ate them. They ate them all. No, what year was oh, it? Oh, um, this was in the early 1900s. I don't know why I'm not finding the – uh, I'm going to look that up real fast, too. Tsavo Lions in the Tsavo region. I'm sure. I'm positive I'm mispronouncing that. Um, okay. It was in 1898. There was a,
0: Unbelievable. There's a
1: movie about it that I saw with Michael Douglas and Val Kilmer called oh, Ghost in the Darkness, and it really messed me up. It's kind that of sounds scary. It's sort of treated, although a very silly choice that it makes. That it, you know, instead of like the jaws fin, there's a lion tail that pops up like uh, amongst the brush, and it's just oh, very silly. No. It's I I know lions are it's scary, always going to be funny. Lion tails are very silly. Just ask the Wizard of Oz. Um,
0: they never not going to look whimsical.
1: <laughs> okay, uh, so okay, okay. nobody could stop this killer wolf. One night it came into Bill's yard and killed his pet cow. Bill forgot about his decision to never harm another wolf. He went into town the next morning and bought a young lamb for bait. He took it out into the hills no. and tied it to a tree. Yeah, I am on nobody's side. Like I
0: don't know who to track in the story. Right. I really don't. Well,
1: so the wolf he's killed all these wolves. I'm not a huge I'm not a huge fan of his. Uh, But I understand if you're a farmer and you've got to have your business, like, I understand why that's necessary. He made a promise. I think
0: I like his daughter's friend who is not written into the story, but who we've imagined. (laughs) The one who's there for dinner. I (laughs) I like her.
1: I'm really (laughs) identifying with her. (laughs) Shelby.
0: Shelby. (laughs) Oh, Shelby. She's so cute. she got such a a flat nose.
1: Oh, she's got such a flat nose. She's really good at algebra. But she doesn't really want good.
0: To know. She's a kid who was raised with no insecurities. Mm-hmm.
1: She is a very great. domineering aunt, uh, but she also kind of admires her.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, she found a picture of her from the 70s and cool. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. okay.
1: So uh, Bill Williams took the young lamb out into the hills and tied it to a tree. Then he backed off about fifty yards. And sat down under another tree, with his gun in his lap, he waited. When Bill didn't come back, his friends started looking for him. Finally, oh. they found the lamb. It was still tied to a tree. It was hungry, but it was alive. Okay, good. How do you tell a night that that's dumb? I was about to ask how how do you tell a lamb is hungry, and it's like, well, it eats voraciously, but from looking at a lamb, it could
0: it could go like ah. <laughs>
1: It could be like, what are, make a lot of are people making plans for dinner? Or because I feel like we're just sitting around and we could be making plans.
0: Yeah. Sorry. Maybe I'll just go and you guys like figure it, like, sorry, I don't want to like put my thing on the group, but like I'm hungry and I need to eat now. And I actually do have food in my house.
1: Yeah. I'm just going to make a seamless decision. And if people want in yep. it, that's fine. But also order what you like, but I'm just going to like, we could loop back. We're just, we just can't yeah. keep going around in circles. And like, I know if we, if we like try to go to a fat burger, like we're going to, we're going to end up waiting.
0: Yeah. I'm just going to do that. And we can all like loop up later.
1: <laughs> oh, I feel that's, she's also kind of Shelby too. The, the friend who's yeah, like, that's... we're going to loop back later.
0: Yeah. Shelby is like very decisive when it comes to making plans, but they're they none of them make sense. Oh,
1: I'm so glad we created Shelby.
0: I really like Shelby. <laughs> uh, Shelby is um Shelby is uh woofing right now, <laughs> like while this is happening. <laughs> oh,
1: I hope she's, she's out happy. of the country.
0: I think she is. She's taking care of I herself. Really do.
1: Yeah. Um, so the lamb was alive, uh, but then yep. they found Bill. He was still sitting against the other tree, but he was dead. His throat had been torn open, but there was no sign of a struggle. His gun hadn't been fired and there were no tracks in the soil surrounding him. As for the white wolf, it was never seen again.
0: Okay. Wow. And honestly, I'm spooked. So we are, we're kind
1: of led to believe that this is the ghost of 500 wolves. That is gaining its revenge. A year, oh, a year, and then for several years. So yeah, yeah, for five years. So this is the ghost of twenty five hundred wolves. Yes, which I is this is the incidentally... Winchester
0: Mystery House <laughs> of wolves. Yeah, it, that
1: sounds like a, an Old Spice deodorant name. The ghost of twenty five hundred wolves. It's like, well, <laughs> I don't know how we're honestly. Why are we making that a masculine
0: thing? But I guess it is now. Wood smell. Yeah. <laughs> um. Wow, okay, that's scary That one is scary I'm scared of that Well, the th- I remember being scared by it There's no sign of struggle and that scares me
1: too Because then it means he's kind of sitting there Expressionless And his throat has been torn open And that's a very scary image to see
0: Yeah, I'm scared of that mm-hmm. Personally Um, I hadn't quite factored in the design flaw Of us recording late at night um, Because you're on the west coast and I'm in um, the most haunted city in the oh world uh, while talking about the spooky things.
1: It's a good um, thing I didn't pick. I, I didn't good. pick like a gu- I, like this one's in the wilderness. Like I didn't pick like, I almost picked um uh, room for one more, which would not have been a fun one for you to hear. Oh right no, no, no. Um,
0: Although honestly I haven't seen an elevator in weeks. Um, wow. But yeah, short buildings, short buildings, non-accessible. That's, but you know, no, I have seen them. I'm being a brat. <laughs> I just haven't taken them, Uh, but brag. um, Oh, but there's very clear causality with this story. So I don't feel that scared because like he deserved it. And this was like a personal thing between him and Wolfkind.
1: Yeah. That's what's interesting about this is like in most of these stories, I feel like there actually is no moral, which is very scary, you know, where it's like, sorry, you have no control over this. Like you're going to get you're going to get ghosted. Um,
0: well, I don't know I disagree because he went back on a promise
1: well that's a, that's what I'm saying this is a rare one because this one's like don't you go back on like this oh, one's yeah. like you do a bad thing you get you get killed you know what I mean um and there are there yeah. are those stories in here but it's not it's not like a, that's one of the reasons they got banned is that parents were like parents were like the good the the good person dies or like there's no morality <laughs> to this. Um, but this one, there's like a very clear, yeah, there's a very clear moral.
0: Yeah. Dot is scary. Dot
1: is scary. I'm scared of it. Um, How
0: do you feel? What are your thoughts? Um, so definitely
1: I was drawn to this as a kid because there's surprisingly there, there's not a lot of werewolf. Um, there's not a lot of werewolf media in these, in these three books. Um so I was definitely drawn to the most werewolfish of them which is definitely the white wolf although there's a there is a, a story called wolf girl in oh, the third Oh that
0: actually scared the hell out yeah, of me that and one's, I can't that one quite is scary, figure out why. So I'm
1: correcting myself. The, the illustration of that one's super scary. Um Yeah. But yeah, I think what is what is frightening about this to me um I'm I'm scared of like a collective ghost. Like I'm scared of an entity yeah. that is um, comprised of of more than one ghost and 2,500 ghosts. That's a lot. You're contending with a lot of different personality types, um, and it makes it makes a ghost unpredictable.
0: And they all are lone wolves. Oh. They don't <gasps> want to work together.
1: Whoa! I never thought of that. They're I'm all-
0: scared looking at this picture. I I think the illustration is the scariest thing. And the longer I look at it, the more I can see that it's Lady Bird. <laughs> It is. Um,
1: it is kind of Lady Bird.
0: Her, her eyes do frequently go in different directions. Is that especially a, when she's looking at me from the side? Is that a, a breed
1: thing? Is that like because I know she's part Chihuahua? Is that like an element of that? Because I feel like I've seen a lot of Chihuahuas with kind of like yeah. I think it has eyes. to do
0: with the planes of their face. Not quite. Oh um, yeah. Being what nature intended. <laughs> Um, I'm scared of the drawing. It's got the telltale, um, Stephen Gamble roots. Yeah. It's very Rudy. It's very, it has the like sort of rotting, um, skeletal mouth thing going on. Mm-hmm. There's some drips. There's some like ink blots. It's such, it's just so scary and it doesn't have to be is the thing.
1: I know. Which is, which is like my favorite part about, uh, about all these illustrations. I know. It's, it's
0: really, um, yeah, so who would you cast? I guess the only person in this is Bill Williams. Well, we'll get to it. But yeah, Shelby. who would you cast for Bill Williams? Um, I'm gonna say. So I just saw. I just
1: saw that that movie Hobbs and Shaw. That like I've never <gasps> seen any of those <gasps> other movies, but I did see. I did see Hobbs and Shaw, which was how was it? Um, it was. I'll say this. It has the fastest denouement of any movie I have ever seen in my life. I Anna. The spoiler, the bad guy dies and the movie is over the movie, like the credits start rolling and, and then as the credits are rolling, the end of the movie is happening and it it could not be clear where it's like, Hey, we know you don't care. You know, like you just are here to see the action scenes and it's true. And the action (laughs) scenes are great. And, and
0: I guess they must've seen that people leave the theater.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It must have been like a test. Also, I feel I've heard some like rumors that like there was some drama on set, but I mean, Dwayne, Dwayne, the rock Johnson and, um, oh what's his Jason, Jason Statham are great. And Idris Elba is great. And I would cast Idris Elba as Bill Williams in this.
0: I like that. Yeah. Yeah. I can see that for sure. Yeah. I would. I, um, just some- I like him playing blue collar cause it's unexpected, but it's sort of. Right, because he's you could
1: see him. He's so elegant, and it's kind of nice to imagine him like just watching. I mean, although then the concept of Idris Elba killing 20, 2,500 wolves in a movie is is a real trip. Um, that
0: feels right. I like him as a small business owner. I want the
1: whole movie um, to be a montage of different ways in which he's killing wolves. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's hard. Oh my God, Anna! I saw the scary stories tell in the dark movie. <sighs> I, feel like, I, I feel like we're going to need a whole episode about that.
0: It's not out here yet. Oh,
1: no. Well, I'm going to... We will see it together when we're both in New York at the same time, because it's wild and we have to talk about it. But who would you cast? Who would you cast as Bill Williams?
0: Um, I mean, like, I think Jeff Daniels is the sort of <gasps> lazy casting. Oh,
1: no. That's great. I love that.
0: Um, Yeah, like a him. Uh, Bill Williams. It could easily be like a... I guess Dennis Leary is too coastal, but like some sort of like comedian, like, yeah, someone older, who you don't mind like, seeing
1: you or like someone who you're like, you, this person would go back on a promise to not kill any more wolves, you know?
0: Yeah. Like it would be a, like an older comedian playing sort of dramatic.
1: Mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm. Um, in a, yeah. a different
1: time, I would say like, like a 1980s Dick Van Dyke I'd be interested in.
0: Okay. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Older. Like r-
1: you're reasonable. You're used to seeing him be fun, but now you're like, this is complicated because he's just killing so many wolves.
0: Just so many.
1: Um, Who'd you cast as Shelby?
0: Shelby, I love this question. I feel like a young Merritt Weaver.
1: <laughs> oh, um, wow.
0: Oh, wait, you know what? I just started rewatching, or not rewatching. I picked back up with Orange is the New Black where I left off. Mm. And there's a girl whose face is beaten in for the entire fifth season. Like, her face is completely swollen beyond recognition. Oh, my God. And I feel like I just saw her without the swelling. Like, I Googled to see who she was, and I would cast her. Who is it? Let me see. Shit. I forget the character's name. Let me see. Her character was Cucutio.
1: I, I need to give Orange the New Black. And I watched the first three seasons and really enjoyed it, and then it just sort of ran out of time. You know what I
0: mean? Emily Althaus. Emily Althaus. Yeah. Oh, She yeah. died off screen, which is... Oh, that's hard. Sorry, Emily. Really
1: wild. <laughs> um, That's really good. That's really good. That's a good cast for that movie. Jeff Daniels. Smart. Have you seen Arachnophobia? No. Think about it. No. He's in like a 1990 horror movie called Arachnophobia, um, where a... Uh, an Amazonian huge like bird eating spider mates with a little spider in California. And then the spiders oh. overrun a town and Jeff Daniels plays oh. the ta- like new town doctor. And he has a phobia of spiders and he's like trying to kill all the spiders. It's really good. Highly recommend.
0: That's scary. scary. It's scary that he's scared of spiders and also has to fight the spiders. Yeah.
1: Yeah. It is on Amazon um, prime video. Look it up.
0: I will. Who would you cast as Shelby?
1: Um, I it's funny, like Linda Cardellini kind of popped up, but I think that's sort of an unfair, like freaks and geeks sort of association. Sure, um, sure. Who's the actress who's in. Uh, she had like a huge moment where she was like um, in Knocked Up and I uh, oh, and, like the in like the, um, the mid aughts, mid late aughts. I know her name. Um, Why
0: aren't you letting me remember her I name? Know, I
1: know. I I know her name, too. Uh I'm I'm looking it up. I'm looking it up. But I feel like I don't know, I feel like I feel like this story Catherine Heigl No. No, I wish it was. I wish it was.
0: Uh Oh, oh, Mary Elizabeth Winstead?
1: No. Uh Charlene Yee. That's what I was thinking of.
0: Oh yeah. She's definitely a good Shelby. Yeah.
1: yeah. It's so, but
0: she's polite to friends, parents The
1: thought of me, uh, the thought of me truly forgetting Catherine Heigl's name is a very funny thing, but yeah, I think Charlene, I, I think Charlene, is I so just great.
0: experienced it. It was a <laughs> wild experience.
1: Um, yeah. Yeah. It's funny. This story, I, I think I, I think I picked it because of like the wolf affinity, but it's not, I'm realizing now it's like, it's not, a, it, it has spooky elements to it but i think it does it is not a bone chilling it is not a bone chilling story you know what i mean
0: your bones aren't chilled my bones aren't
1: chilled um although i may but maybe that's because what chills my bones is often like people getting what they don't deserve you know what i mean and this one sort of like that's yeah fair. you know like this makes sense um
0: honestly this chills my bones because uh of the unknown element and that no one can say for sure what happened because that lamb isn't going to talk. She's just going to be shoving her face full of food. <laughs> um, that's
1: her, that's her symptom of trauma.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Food is reliable. She knows what happens <laughs> with food. Um, but yeah, I like wanting to know like what it looked like and just that you'll never know is scary.
1: <laughs> Spooky, scary. Scary.
0: Um, scary actually. Well, to
1: close it out. Uh, what was something scary that happened to you this weekend? Oh,
0: um, Oh, I have one. Um, my upstairs neighbor OD'd and almost died. Oh
1: God. Um,
0: at my, at my flat, which is British for apartment. Oh, um, it just, it just occurred to me that the upstairs apartment is extremely sketchy. This is like, two floors up so I can talk about it but I was like oh they're Scottish and that's like fun but it was like oh they constantly have different people coming in and out and like they will talk on the street corner with people. Oh my god well um, was, is, but are they okay? He, yeah I saw him today out on the corner again which I was like honestly good for you get back up on that horse. Wow. Um, but oh, was this when yeah, the EMT said something? <laughs> Yeah, I asked the EMT when I didn't know what happened because the police were there and they were asking me questions about like who I'd seen coming in and out of the building. Um, and uh, but I asked, and she was wearing rubber gloves, and I was like, What happened? Like, basically trying to figure out, um, do I have to be worried for my safety? (laughs) Like, was there a shooting or something? Um, but I said. Uh, what happened and she said, Oh, he's just a wee bit sick is all, but like in a Scottish accent, which is like the delightful Scottish way to say, Oh yeah, he OD'd on. Oh my God. Or whatever. Wow. Um, So that was scary. I was out lady bird. We've got like a big backyard here and she will tiptoe very scarily around the garden Uh and just stare at unseen rats and shake. (gasps) and she'll sit like that for hours. Oh. Um but I have to keep an eye on her so she doesn't poop because we get yelled at if your dog poops out there. There's like signs all over. Oh gosh. Um so I was out there with Ladybird and I heard all of this going on upstairs so I was like not able to get to my apartment. Ooh. Um It must be so, so scary a for
1: Ladybird cuz a rat is like a third her size and you're just constantly
0: Oh, she loves a rat. Oh, she
1: love Oh, cuz she's like part T- like rat terrier or something right
0: she's like yeah she's a rat terrier whoa. which it's right there baby this is her moment um she's sh- she's shaking from excitement uh-huh like she she's just so switched on whoa it's like this it's like it. the
1: spotlights on her her time to shine
0: exactly um um that is
1: very spooky both those things
0: yeah how about you what what spooky um, happened to you
1: Oh, mine's more existential. Uh, Chris uh, Chris and I went with our friend Paul yesterday to uh, NASA's jet propulsion laboratory. And um, we did like a tour of it. And uh, w- like at the beginning of the tour, you watch this video about the universe. And I just had like a – and then oh. I just had like a primal existential panic. I was like, oh, nothing – everything is nothing and nothing is everything and – because it starts and it's like, you are stardust, which I know is meant to be um, empowering. But for me, yeah. it's I'm like, oh, my God, the whole universe is bodies like I, that. just It just weirded me out. And
0: I feel the same exact way. Yeah.
1: And then I just thought I just sat through the whole rest of that tour being like the universe's bodies. <laughs> and also because oh, there's no. so much like robotic stuff happening there. Um, I immediately uh, anthropomorphize everything. And, um, and uh, you just see like all these robots that are now like out of commission and I'm like, Oh God, like, is there anything is like, Mm. is there consciousness in you? And that, that scared me too. Um, so that was my, that was my thing this
0: week. That is scary. Those are scary existential things to have. Yeah, more of a
1: sci-fi spooky, which is not my typical, which is not my typical spooky, you know?
0: Sci-fi spooky and like lack of control spooky.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Lack of control spooky Um. is the worst. And now, and now, um. Chris is out of town this weekend and now I'm like in our apartment alone and I'm just thinking about infinity. That's spooky. Yeah.
0: That also spooky.
1: (laughs) Spooky. Um, but anyway, this one, this one, I feel Anna, we like exercise some demons and work through some stuff together. And I hope that I think so too. I hope the same is true of you. Gentle listener.
0: Yeah. You know what? Maybe think to yourself: What are the wolves that I've been killing mm-hmm. that maybe I can stop? Yeah, don't go back on a promise that will eventually, yeah, that will rip your throat out at, at some point. But what's the collective ghost <laughs> you fear? You know, maybe it's shopping. Maybe
1: it's your third grade class. Maybe you haven't forgiven yeah. yourself for who you were. But what we're saying to you think is about it.
0: Be Shelby. Yeah,
1: a ghost is gonna rip your throat out. Sorry.
0: <laughs> yeah. My bad
1: Oh boy um, Well Anna Alright This has been a fun weird one
0: This has been a fun weird one Anna um, Thanks for listening Yeah thanks everybody Don't forget to subscribe Yeah oh it's do been the things really you're nice
1: People have been subscribing And rating And saying nice things in reviews um, If you uh, want to do that We'd love it very much How appreciative we'd be We'd love it We'd love it Okay But in great. the meantime Bye Anna
0: Bye Get out, Get out. Forever <laughs>
1: Dog.